1: For full, important safety information, visit juviterm.com. Welcome, welcome,
2: welcome into the hive. So we,
0: so it genuinely
3: feels kind of like coming home a bit or something, doesn't it? It's like, oh, hey, guys, OK, now we can relax.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: I think true. it's because it's
3: Take better the devil, pants. you
2: know, better the creep, you know, better like the creep you, know. you get a lot of response from patrons and they comment and they message and you can see who they are and, you know, they're enjoying it. But like the people out there who just Those silently listen silent to the main episode listeners. and never
3: engage. They're they're murderers they're scary. Yeah. I'm scared of them and they're yeah. vast. It's and a Are they hate rape, are are listening? They...
2: Are they enjoying it? Oh, we yeah. don't know.
3: Maybe they have a separate Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just clicking into the creep dive. i the creep dive right Reddit. Now. I hear it's popping.
0: Yeah. There's things to say. I
3: oh, awesome! them.
0: I
2: don't know now whether I want to read this. I think it's better to be a part of it than to to know that it goes on without you present. It better it's very, ple- very pleasant.
0: Oh, Harry's put up the complete episode guide. I oh. put that up. Cassie's Cassie put up the complete do. episode guide. Harry's complete guide. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I posted it. <laughs> well
2: done you. Harry just has to give you people like, permission
3: to view like it. He's like the assist and you're the one who just scored the goal. Like, he's just I, done all the work. He's just brought it all the way up I, the field and then passed it to you. We're you a took team. The glory.
2: We're a team. <laughs>
0: Oh, so it's been great the zooms are going switching to monthly we're going to be recording our visual stuff next, next week. week so it's going to be amazing but this is i always kind of was like it would piss me off not to be able to listen to the hive so i'm glad of the audio version do you know that way i remember people asking at the start they were like ah oh, like whatever about the video of the zooms can, can i we get the, the audio, audio? guys Separately. so much so much
2: well you would still have to listen in patreon anyway that was the problem. Yeah. People were like, I want to listen to it on, on iTunes Sorry, and, right. and put my phone away in my pocket. But then it's available to the others. The others. The others. Mm. And the others are to not to be trusted. Not one bit.
3: Um, But, ain't you I'm. Um, I must experiment with this now. Cause there used to be a way to I'm do sure with Patreon. We do could do give people Patreon. an
2: RSS feed, and they just save it to their phone, and you can play it and whatever. Mm. But I don't know. Do n- I think it only works when, with Apple? I don't know how to do it. We'll figure it out. We
3: will have some investigation because it is annoying. I just or it works.
2: Latest Hive. Yeah. Okay, hold yeah, on. So our there. youth, our <sighs> youthful producer, a digital native who was, has been. Blowing my mind with these little tech facts says that if you go onto Patreon, you can say that Sarah again. just come over here and say it into, into the microphone. microphone. So you're gonna go, you're gonna open Patreon and then go to your subscriptions, uh, the overview page of the Creep Dive, and then it says about tiers and then get audio RSS link, and then you click it and then it
3: gives you the option to open it in Apple Podcast, Overcast, or Castro, or to copy the link. So, I just click Apple Podcasts and then it says add a show by URL and it comes up.
2: You just click subscribe and then it's the latest episode there. You're a genius. <laughs> wow. And that's
3: why I'm doing computer
1: science for the living, Circle.
2: Good Woo-hoo! girl,
3: Sarah. Thank you. Do not give away your age, Sarah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, fabulous.
0: So, you've teed us up for a disgusting <laughs> story <laughs> and I am very excited. Okay, I'm saving my next half of my meal to eat. I'm so happy
3: that you have um,
0: a morning bun and more fish paste.
3: Please don't mix the two.
0: I think it could be nice. I really don't sweet and sour,
2: salty and sweet. There's already like saltiness incorporated into that morning bun. I've worked really hard to make sure that's balanced. You didn't for you. fold in a layer
0: <laughs> of.
3: You worked really fish hard paste. to make that something nice, and yeah, you were corrupting it with, with your fish fucking paste. paste. Sorry,
2: I mean by all means try it. I'm yeah. not going to. I
3: respect
0: for the work you've done. I'm <laughs> kind of intrigued enough yeah, now. Actually,
2: one. rip off a nice edge there. Give it a go. I just like. I mean, I think the. I think the. Everything is just a vessel for you to eat fish paste with It's all just a vehicle I don't think it's working No No it's not working Cinnamon and fish is not <laughs> a thing for a reason It's not not working
0: It's just not <laughs> Working like, Working I mean it's totally edible
3: I think it's edible She's if you're brave enough She's, She's really just slotted another little bit <laughs> into <laughs> her mouth Delicious Oh into that glory hole that is Jen's <laughs> mouth
0: <laughs> after that watching that I was talking about that like a few minutes ago as well I found you know the way I watch a lot of grim shit but on the internet but what I've gotten really good at is r- just before someone dies knowing when that's to coming, turn it off and get out or you yeah. know when you know you're about to watch something I won't be able to forget then I, I kind of have a good sense of that now.
2: Yeah, the worst is when you just watch it and there's no follow whatsoever, like the ice bucket challenge where your mom gets hit with the, the body of the digger. You know those ones? <laughs> yeah. Where they filled a digger with ice water and yeah. something goes <gasps> wrong and they just get a smack of head with a full ton of water in a digger. It, dead a hundred percent dead and there's no follow-up but what i did find then that's was what
0: death is what? there's no yeah. follow-up but
2: the internet needs a follow-up
0: <laughs> watching your man make that cum mojito was a new low for me i was like <laughs> i am affected by this on honest uh, that made me really want it i you know rarely you have things that make you gag that made me even now i feel a bit sick
3: Thinking I'm thinking worried him. about myself because I was so unmoved by the semen. I mean, I was enjoying it. This is last week's uh, Zoom live, by the way, lads, in case. And obviously not all patrons were there. Um, you can watch it back. I can watch it back. But like, I'm worried about myself because I, I you know, I really enjoyed listening, chatting along. Yeah, it just didn't, the only thing that didn't get me was the lack of puns.
2: Like, I just feel like there's so much could have been done with that. Oh, yeah. The cookbook and the semenology. Yeah. yeah.
0: Fuck. It's fucking gross. You're so right.
1: Mm, There's th- the way it like
3: frothed up. Could have been the most cum we ever had. Uh, Fun we ever had? No. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm, no. I do want to just alert anybody who was there to some kind of further reading on the issue. Um, okay. Shared with me by my good friend Bobby. Um, the benefits of drinking semen with Tracy Kiss. This is a YouTube video guys. That you can go and find I all about how Tracy Kiss has incorporated a shot of semen each morning uh, into her routine. It has so many benefits for men and women alike, and I've welcomed it positively into my life.
0: Well, that's interesting, because you know how you remember all the men were just dying. We're talking about the harvesting. Oh, yeah. Of, you know, hunger and thirst. And you're obviously drinking your own piss during that time. But do you think any of them were like shot of cum as a protein chaser? I guess it would be difficult to muster the energy to have a wank if you were dying of starvation.
3: Um, now, I've been distracted because I googled, I entered Tracy Kiss semen into YouTube, oh, and I see there you is of- some top results. Tracy Kiss is has fucking cor- cornered, cornered, the market. I'm sorry. I'm trying. The most cum we ever had was good. Thank you. Well, Cassie's face and even her no, second I just think reaction. It be to it. Sorry,
2: I'm also. I'm very tired, but I think that I think we can do better here, guys.
3: Okay. Okay. So top result is a pretty recent video from Tracy, seventy-four thousand views. Stockpiling semen to fight the coronavirus. Uh-huh. Boost your immune system. Stop corona. And um, well, is we've this- got vegan semen protein cookies. Not packed with natural vitamins and minerals semen is the ideal addition to a healthy active lifestyle and often consumed by couples
0: is vegan is semen vegan? we've got a simple well, I don't semen be smoothie recipe
3: the making of it depends how you get it out i mean this is so i've
2: now got two visual images cuz this morning and last night of just they're too close together and i can't remember what's happening but i've the, the visual image of that man squirting the cow for the for the sheep for was it for, the, for the mac and cheese For the mac and cheese With the thoughts of a man coming and a smoothie And it's all just too much
3: It's all converged It's too much On Cassie Especially as you're, you know, you're a person who's pretty much opted out of semen And like <laughs> I ID, go. <laughs> And we've still found you And we're still somehow Stuffing it into your face and your yeah. life
2: there's just no escape from it. <laughs> That's true.
3: Um, what about Tracy Kiss's semen facial? Uh, that I can Semen is a natural source of skincare that we can all use to okay. fight the signs of aging. Your skin would not be really like. I have a serum at the moment. Aren't that looks like, like semen? And it, does it dry of crust? I mean, sometimes there'd be a residual <laughs> crust, but that could just be seb in the night. <laughs> <laughs> jipping across your face from oh, a distance. Oh, this is so good. Okay, I think that I'm going to make the vegan semen cookies. My God. As a patron episode special. Oh my sure, God. What else am I doing all day? But like that. <laughs> oh God. Cock
2: along. Do a cock along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was brewing in you.
2: Yeah. You were such discomfort. Oh my
0: God! New life. It was like a, so you had trapped good. gas, and it's been released. <laughs> <That's out. laughs>
2: Sophie's cockalong on Patreon only. I fully support it.
3: Yes, please. This is good. I've got tingles down my arms, the like of which I only get from listening to Susan Boyle <laughs> singing. <laughs> Have a drink. We haven't brought that up we in ages. We haven't long brought time. up Subo in ages. She's Subo she's so talented. She's really a
0: talentless she's melt. Do awesome. I have to edit that? <laughs> no. Please
3: don't. No, this is the hive. Anything goes. Everything goes. Okay. Speaking, it's
2: worth paying just oh. to hear the libel
3: alone. <laughs> um, I just need to quickly send myself um, the cock uh video just so I don't. Forget. Mm. Um, Do you
0: really think you're going to talk someone into offering publishing their, that? Their...
3: <laughs> Imagine if I got it sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> mm,
2: <Danone. laughs> I think it's more yaklet. Yes, el que sea el
3: All right, all right. I can't believe I'm about to say. I think that we're actually going to get less disgusting as this episode goes on. Oh, oh. Yes, well done, us. We set the bar so low, very low. Okay, do you guys know about Dennis Nielsen? Mm, no, have you ever heard of him? No, is in that- relation to. He's a Scottish serial killer. No, <laughs> amazingly. I know. I feel quite amazed that I never heard of this guy either. He's sometimes known as the Muswell Hill murderer. No. Um, because he m- did most of his uh, murdering in uh, North London. Um, and and the second, in the latter part of his like murdering career, he was in Muswell Hill. And um, um, my uh, clickbait headline for this was... Um, <laughs> sorry, just thinking of mm, <laughs> sorry, I just need to let it get it out more. Okay, get it out. I think yeah. it's gone. <laughs> just, just say okay see Hi. No, no. Okay. okay. Back in the room. Focus.
2: <sighs> okay. Sorry. Just, can I just so,
3: ask? Yeah. Just before you go
0: on, we've been tagged here and just opened our Instagram. Uh oh. In Have we been cancelled? W- no. In some sort of molecular cocktail work- workshop post how by the by the creator of the, the the creator of the post tagged us
2: Molecular probably because we've got a, a giant audience of engaged people.
0: do you think this is con related i would think not oh okay never mind oh
3: anyway back in the room
0: oh isn't that just a coinkadink
3: It's really strange i mean they're an
0: irish gig huh.
3: give them a like i
1: will I just made a
3: community
0: post on uh, a step-by-step how to access the... Oh, good work. Oh, thank, thank you,
3: Sarah. You ledge. Okay, so my clickbait headline title for this was Room to Improve, Jumping the Shark edition. Mm-hmm. Um, this combines uh, some of mine and Cassie's favourite uh, creep-drive tangential topics, which is you know living in small spaces, maximising your space, getting the most out of your... Home, sure. Um, bringing the outside in, bring the outside in, exactly. Inside outside. <laughs> I feel like there's some elements of that to this story. So basically, this guy Dennis Nielsen, um, is believed to have murdered at least twelve uh, people. Yes, That's twelve a lot. men. But actually, there there's a suspected few more even victims. Like he's even a bit hazy. Wow! Wow! So he was born in Scotland in the 40s, right? And, uh, like, just a kind of fairly ho-hum-enough childhood. Only Dennis, middle child, never
0: a good look.
3: I'm the middle child. Exactly. Fair enough, yeah, fair enough. Like, I think he just generally found himself to be, like, largely ignored uh, in his childhood. And now he, he did develop, like, a very close relationship with his granddad, which was nice. And um, his parents divorced. So I think his kind of father figure became his granddad. Mm-hmm. And um, so the parents divorced. And it was, like, in the 50s. But I think they her uh, the mum had quite supportive uh, parents who, like, you know, looked, helped her after the divorce and things like that. Because, obviously, like, it would have been fairly harshly judged in the society at the time. And... Um, so Dennis, middle child, loved going on walks with his granddad, um, was quiet, didn't have like a lot of friends, but was very kind of, I suppose, bit of a dreamer, might have been into crafting. Mm. I get craft vibes. I mean,
0: this is like Cassie. This is Cassie. Vibes. Vibes. Mm. Completely. describing Cassie.
3: Mm. Yeah. Are you accepting of that? Yeah. So anyway. um, Cassie. <laughs> they lived in this like fairly grim, like Scottish town and I think. A bit like Rathfarnham, <laughs> <laughs> like Nocline. The Knockline of the Scotland. <laughs> the Knockline of the Highlands. Um, and in the early 50s when Dennis was still really young, um, like he was only about eight or nine, um, his granddad uh, died of a heart attack <gasps>
2: um,
3: when he was out fishing. In the North Sea. Very kind of hardy Scottish kind of death. Yeah. And um, he was brought ashore. This really reminded me of our friend with the papier-mâché life-size dolls in the apartment with his parents where they just never even wondered what was the deal with the doll collection. Do you remember that guy had encountered a funeral procession when he was about 11? Yes. And some mm. madzer in the congregation. Made him m- shift it. Forced <laughs> him to shift the corpse essentially. Yes. Yes. This really made me think about my kids. <laughs> like
0: um, just just kid's head down Pushing his the... head
3: into the casket yeah. and thus was born an abiding obsession. I
0: sort of feel like that's not that hard to
2: believe. Well, a little, I do a little think... cold kiss of some dead flesh. Kissing
3: yeah. a corpse. I have kissed, I, I kiss, yeah. we've kissed we've dead kissed people. Gross. It's a specific <laughs> as fuck feeling. This is You don't have to do everything together. Like last (laughs) time it was crush,
2: now it's kissing dead people. (laughs)
3: That's funny. I'm picturing us holding hands and dressed the same. (laughs) As we <laughs> bowing, bowing into the <laughs> catkins. but it's made me really rethink bringing kids to corpses. And prior to this, I would have been like, "It's a free for all." Do you know the way, like Irish no, wake. wakes? So traumatic. Well, like now I'm thinking, fuck, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be really careful about this. Yes, Irish wakes are, are Irish, bananas. Irish wakes are quite bananas. Like I just fully remember, I just. <laughs> I don't want to shame my family, but like I'm so positive. I remember one of my mother's brothers leaning on an open casket, holding a drink, yeah, and the that's he not misjudged, a, that's a real memory, and <laughs> tipped part of the drink. Like you know the way it's half open, yeah. Anyway, did. anyway, anyway. But that these things happen. happen. These things happen at a wake. Red wine into the the white. Have you ever
0: been so to? So and, and the way Kelowna's wakes stay in house. stay the country it's wakes day. where they're down for days. But well, well, that's it. Nice. Wow, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
3: But like I always remember going Do you ever have to go to a wake <laughs>
2: It's terrible <laughs> You know We were talking the other day about going. You want to, to nap
3: at a wake No it? but
2: when you're going to weddings And you're actually meeting the couple for the first time Because you've been politely <laughs> invited You to don't suppose.
3: know the dead person Have you ever got to a you are never met,
2: met the corpse the
3: first <laughs> Of course I'm Irish And I would have been a related And I would never have yes. met him Yes <laughs>
2: are you going over and kissing this dead person yeah. <laughs> Hello, lovely to meet you. <laughs> um, <laughs> French kisses, oh, no tongues. What on each
0: no cheek. No topping.
2: Oh.
0: Very, very accurate. Oh. Uh, so his life. Yeah, oh. Oh. Orqu- uh,
3: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, it's it's this. These stories have now led me to believe that I should spare my children. Don't so so bring your children to dead bodies. I haven't yet, and I won't now. I promise. Just
0: you'd have to deal with the aftermath with the talking about it and the I mean, they st- but they still
3: ask questions anyway so you're not even like avoiding that yeah, yeah. but then you can at least but be it's terrifying being the person who has to deliver p- a potential answer about death to a child like once you step into that role you're like oh, this is a lot of pressure this person is looking to me for some answers on this I said that ask it. your dad <laughs>
0: my mom was brilliant she used to always just say
2: I don't know I don't even know and That's I used to
0: just think question. she was stupid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it was
0: kind of a good response.
3: I don't know. Oh, Seb brought in on me doing one explanation recently enough and he was like, fucking God help these kids. Because I was like, do you know sometimes I'd see a fox though and I'd think, oh, there's my dad now. He's coming <laughs> to say hello. And he was like, fucking shut up, Sophie. <laughs> anyway, so when it's dad, granddad died, they did um, bring him to... See to the wake and uh, he was taken in to see his grandfather, you know, for the viewing and laid out. And he described later as he gazed down upon the body, his heart beat strongly as his mother told him his grandfather was sleeping Mm -hmm. and that he had gone to a better place, which seems like uh, conflicting kind of messages there. Um. anyway, I think that was a very key moment in the life of tennis Nielsen. Let's just say an obsession. That grew into almost a hobby. That grew into one of the worst craft projects I've ever encountered. Oh God. Was born. Uh, so the next like 20 years he was doing some kind of you know just general growing up. Uh, he was really resentful towards the remaining members of his family. He felt like really overlooked. Uh, often like ignored. um, was a very solitary child. And... Um, after uh, he kind of grew up, he um, realized he was gay and he was initially kind of confused by this. Pride this month. was in the mid-50s. <laughs> Fuck in you. In honor
0: of the month that we're in. <laughs> Sophie has allowed le- <laughs> uh, Thank you, Jen. Unrelated. <laughs>
3: so anyway, um, he was kind of confused by his sexuality and he would no one to fucking confide in. And it was the mid-50s. So it was like... Uh, basically, still illegal at that point, and everything. So, you know, all of it just contributing to his isolation, his sense of isolation. He was very intelligent in school. And um, he, in the 60s, worked briefly in a canning factory and then he went into um, catering and trained to be a chef. This so law stand to him later. Um, <laughs> and he went into the army catering court um, in Aldershot where I've actually been. So he'd moved down to England at this stage. And uh, he trained away there, got to travel loads at the army. He later said this was a great period of his life. uh, Not really hard, uh, considering what came next. Um, And it was while he was stationed in Aldershot that he... And sort of like started to, you know, feel attraction for like some of his fellow soldiers. And like, so then again, he got into the same pattern of isolating because like he never wanted to kind of like, you know, I just he was very uncomfortable because he Mm. never wanted to be exposed or uh, and he didn't and. he just didn't really know how to cope With the feelings he was having So he kind of resorted to just Masturbating in private The whole Sexual <laughs> Side of his life I suppose about- in public,
2: just,
0: just or imagine. trying to make
3: a relationship, or group masturbation, or group <laughs> masturbation. So I didn't, I didn't
0: expect you to come back with something. <laughs> what in public? Sort just ho hum. Oh, right. <laughs> he just resorted to doing what we all do. Well, doing what we all
3: do, but I think that he gave it a considerable more hours than most of us do. Oh. He also developed some like pretty interesting kind of masturbation practices. Um, so one was that like. He obviously had an attraction to kind of like the live male form, which wasn't too far off his own. Mm -hmm. And so he discovered. Removed his autophilating. No, not as permanent a solution as that. But he just like figured out there's a way he could like angle a mirror whereby he could just cut off his head from the top and just see the body and and masturbate to himself. Okay. Right. At least he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, to have the confidence of Dennis Nielsen.
0: <laughs> I, I appreciate it. At least he's omitting do- he's his face. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: C- less creepy. Less creepy. Um. So then anyway, uh, he went on through uh, the army and his fantasies did start to kind of... Um, I kind of start to converge with some more sinister uh, things, but he's kind of like I think Dennis Nielsen fancies himself as a bit of a like an aesthete, and he's kind of high-minded and got an interest in art and classical right, music and things right, like right. that. Yeah, okay. So he had kind of like hooked a sexual um, desire onto this kind of uh, classical painting called the Raft of the Medusa, which depicts an old man, granddad. Holding the limp new body of a dead youth as he sits beside the dismembered body of another young male, Uh, it's not a painting that like you'd immediately be like hot. No, Hang on. it's it's very small. It well, it's that's a small. I don't think it's life size. That's not to scale. (laughs) That's just a thumbnail.
0: Can I ask? It looks a lot like the (laughs) uh, the lying back body is wearing wearing a pair trainers.
3: Not yeah. Nike Jordans, no? (laughs) It does look like that. It looks like a pair of high tops. But anyway, he then finally started to have sexual encounters with real uh, people. First with a woman... Uh, who he kind of decided to try try out I guess a bit and um, but he later found uh, or he later stated that he found intercourse with a woman both quote overrated and depressing. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> Thanks Dennis. So for her. Anyway, he um, was doing well anyway with his uh, military career and eventually left the military in the early 70s and by now he was kind of in his 30s and um, so he... Moved down to London and um, he decided to become a constable Uh in the Metropolitan Police. And uh, so he um, actually, as a member of the police force, even made several arrests. And he said he enjoyed the work, but he missed the comradeship of the army. And I don't know, presumably all his solitary hours uh, wanking to himself um, he began to drink heavily alone in the evenings, and um, then, but then finally, in kind of the early seventies, nineteen seventy-three, he started to kind of actually get out there, start meeting people. It, this could have even been a turning point for Dennis. Mm. Like he was started having like casual liaisons with men that he met in bars, right. and he seemed to be kind of see- seeking a more lasting relationship. Ah the way that Dennis opted to go about the more lasting relationship was unusual, to say the least. So, um, he, sorry, found a lovely apartment for himself um, with a guy that he'd met out and about called David. And they... Did They kind of did have a sexual relationship but according to David in later years he was like that kind of fizzled out but they did decide to kind of live together and um, your man Dennis had been left a bit of money by the family um, despite being the ignored middle child and so they found a fantastic I mean it had everything garden level a flat we all know highly sought Mm -hmm. after access to the properties full back garden beautiful floorboards original oh. floorboards in place just stunning. stunning so much potential exclusive use of the rear garden i mean all <laughs> any of us any of us want and um, the flat was supposed to be furnished but upon moving in it was totally um empty so there followed several months for dennis and david of redecorating furnishing the entire flat like such a great joyous, joyous. Mm. they didn't have pinterest in the 70s but i'm sure that there was probably magazine cuttings anyway um dennis um They said that he kind of experienced some domestic contentment with david and they were getting on very well but things began to become strained and they kind of eventually moved into separate beds and then they kind of started really seeing other people right Uh, now david said later that like dennis never a whiff of violence out of him nothing at all like um no animus in that way but he did dennis did eventually say that he um asked david to leave I think Dennis could see the potential in the flat and he just didn't want to share it anymore. Right, right, right. So he then over the next kind of year and a half sort of formed more relationships. Um, but he was just, I think, finding the men's personalities, their liveliness potentially grating, not what he was looking for in a potential mate. So between 1978 and 1983 he killed 12 men for definite uh, and he attempted to kill seven other men and then, as I said, there's a few other people that he just like, is oh, a bit hazy on. on, can't quite remember. How? How was he killing them? So, he, oh, he basically would just like, befriend them out and about, either at a bar or, like, maybe meet them just in the streets, sometimes it'd be like, uh, you know, men were kind of down on their luck a bit, and he'd like come back to mine, like you have dinner, and like we can hang exclusively out. Exclusively my backyard. <laughs> you can have exclusive access to the rear of the property. <laughs> and um, he said um, he also was just drinking heavily during all of this time. And um, so, anyway, he would basically typically invite them in, they'd like listen to music. He was a big fan of uh, music. And um, he'd often invite them to listen to music on a pair of headphones. And I'm convinced this is where American Psycho mm. got this from. And um, so he'd like be like, "There, listen to some of his faves." Included the Who, uh, Tommy. Uh, also, really enjoyed uh, playing them. <coughs> no joke, <coughs> Tubular Bells, which is mm. the theme song to The Exorcist. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, How's and if yes, no. Uh, you know I, why don't, I pretty much always have it like just randomly open in a tab <laughs> then he'd come up behind them with a method that he'd seen in a movie which was like two ties and tied between the ties was a very thin um, but like strong wire. piece of twine or wire and he'd wrap it around and then twist the ties behind their necks <gasps> until they lost consciousness whereby he would then bring them into the bathtub and drown them in the sink or the bath and then began like how to get rid of the body was he riding them after the fact like often cuddling right Um, he would bathe them and dress them and put them perhaps in the bed beside him just spend some time with them on the bed but Then
0: when they got cool and cold was No it all
3: fine. fine Like he'd often basically like keep them around and about the place For a good few days Like right. kind of uh, I would say uh, decomposition permitting right. Was probably the rule of the house
2: How quickly does a body start to decompose after it's well, dead? Well it Is can it like, be days Do you know like, who's like, going to yeah.
0: tell us? Andrea
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, our CSI
0: specialist who's coming in. Can't for believe we had a, an a real all this time. She's coming in to have dinner with us and tell Can't us all about
3: things. So, anyway, he'd um, keep them around the place. Go sometimes to work for because he was still working. By now he was working in a canning factory, and um, probably canning the holiday paste you're enjoying right there. Mm. Um, and then he'd come home and he'd be like, "Oh, hiya. Your man might be still sitting up in a chair. They'd watch TV. It was like." Companionship and then obviously copious masturbating going on around the place as well. Absolutely, (laughs) reek a spooge off this fucking gaff. I'd say the reek of the gaff over the next five years. (sighs) So, So this is going to get bad, guys. Okay, so his kind of ritual was that he'd like hang with the corpse for a while, as I said, decomposition permitting, and then when like it was getting a bit iffy. And he didn't. He was like, mm, "I don't like you around anymore. Mm. You're kind of Ooh, crapping. You're nice. kind of crapping yourself, and yeah. there's yeah. gases emitting. You're just liquid. Oh, yeah. sliding all over the place. Oh, I slid out of the chair. Oh, so then, Piling. right? What he do? Which is just this fucking boggles my mind. He would often like wrap them up and then put them under. Those lovely original floorboards in the gas. Oh, ah, no. That's the per- some, some of them are like a good Perfect. width of a match width. Yeah. And you could like, I mean, if you picture it, you could slot them yeah. nearly full length down there. And then he'd just kind of bop on about his day. So then like invariably now, the floor under the floorboards wasn't a long-term solution. That's called putting it on the long finger, Dennis. Absolutely. And really, when it comes to home ownership, the long finger is you the, really e- is the enemy of keeping a good home. You yeah, want to stay on top of things. This but, is but house creeping. Be, He's really letting it go.
2: There could also be a lot of like rats down there that might aid the, the getting rid of the body. Sure. I think
3: really the rats... Weren't interested in helping out. How many and bodies what was are we talking? happening in, instead of the rats was that a lot of flies were right. actually becoming oh, yeah, yeah. a bit of an issue. And so then, like, you can see them now. It's like when, you know, the pile of shite in your bedroom, that pile on the chair, just grows so enormous that you know you finally have to action it. Yeah. This is exactly Dennis and the floorboard bodies. It was like... Until the fucking hell Plague of flies Was literally just like I presume he was just Sitting <laughs> at night Drinking his lager And just like Covered in flies That he was like Okay, okay. Oh, Fine Fine And then he'd get them up Get the lads up They'd usually be like In a fucking shit state By then Having just and been parceled And he's through his
2: house that's like, that's like Wheelie bin juice Getting through your house Oh
3: I mean Jesus and he'd get them up anyway and he'd like dismember them. And like he had this whole big palaver. Like remember now though, the old catering college. Very, very useful at this point because he had a whole amount of butcher. So he'd get, sorry I hit the mic. He'd take all the internal organs out and he'd put them aside in a bag. And he had a couple of methods for getting rid of them. Each one as bonkers as the last. One was that he just put the bag over the back fence and just let the little kind of rats and creepy cre- kind of creatures of the night take care just of it well that's a that is a legit method I mean it's until not until they drag an intestine into a <laughs> fucking <laughs> neighbor's garden yeah, and you're like some well some this bag. is a f- about nine feet of guts what the fuck <laughs> his other <laughs> thing that he does, he had a little dog called bleep <laughs> <laughs> of course they no. did No, no, no Bleep apparently No, no, I know what you're thinking Cassie Bleep showed no interest in the corpses Okay, thank you uh, Bleep was a man of taste <laughs> Bleep was like um, this No Dennis disgusting, Dennis Listen, Guinness. like I didn't want to say before now But this has gone too far <laughs> Dennis Would you look at yourself <laughs> Please, Dennis So anyway He used to take Bleep for little His walks The dog's walks And he'd bring Little bags of I've seen it Described as viscera because it's like decomposed organs flesh stuff just the stuff gloop and he'd bring it around on a walk and kind of just sort of slightly trail it out I mean I'm picturing it like maybe a little mechanism where it was like coming out the trouser leg and he'd kind of shake it along shake it here shake it there apparently at one point in these five years, because I remember Dennis really f- fairly fucking pissed all the time to kind of cope with what he was doing because he loved the first section where he was cuddling the corpse yeah. and jizzing around the place, having a ball and having nice, quiet companionship. As they say, there is nothing like having a friend that you can just be silent with and you can just have that comfortable <laughs> silence. And that's all he wanted. So once... But, like, this was them now outstaying their welcome. Right. And him having to fucking deal with the the fucking... Detritus. Yeah. The house creeping, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Maximum house creeping. Ooh. So he said, like, one time in, like, a complete blackout, fucking drunken haze, he brought Bleep for the walk, kind of forgot what he was about. And he didn't kind of carefully sort of trail out the viscera but just fucking accidentally left a bag of guts (laughs) like I'm picturing a Tesco bag of guts just out by a park and it was actually found by a walker who brought it to the police being like this looks like a bag of guts and the police apparently just were like oh couldn't be and just totally dismissed it
2: (laughs) Oh my god! But also, <laughs> this was Jay's pre-DNA. Like, oh, completely. obviously, they didn't give a shit.
3: They're oh. like, "What are we gonna do with this bag I got? So unless it's got a name on it, There's nothing like, we can do." Yeah, and they just put it in the bin, and it would have been covered in this guy's fingerprints. Blahdy blah blah blah, and like, so anyway, then he'd have like all the like rest of it, like the heads, the the things. Oh, he had this whole big thing, this kind of bloody nigella lawson fucking take on the heads where he'd like boil them over the stove get a kind of a bone broth going on the stove with the head just just two hour two and a half hours slow roast in the (laughs) oven in a a dutch oven just yeah dutch oven it there the kind of wrap it in some baking paper oh my god i'm just picturing like those roast cauliflowers that like people are always trying to claim are as good as steak You know those where they whole roast And then put it into slices they called them fillets (laughs) fillets I mean they are delicious Guys 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 I mean it's tasty But let's not pretend it's a steak 20 euros So anyway then like So sometimes what he'd be kind of Because like say this is a five year period And he's murdering like Pretty much about 15 people total I think we can take So if you kind of like Do some maths Which I'm bad at But like what we're talking about Maybe three people a year
2: Yeah Like,
3: Like take it he's in the kind of cuddle mode for about a week with them and then the whole rest of the time is being like oh god I have to do that oh I have to get your man up from the floorboards so often you kind of like actually stockpile like a few lads at a time and kind of like just sort of do a job lot yeah yeah and like also like so it was so like sometimes nobody was complaining well I was about to say sometimes the fucking reek of his apartment and the flies and fucking all the just fucking gross Fog that was emanating from that yeah, gas yeah. would get the neighbors down. They'd be like, "Dennis, uh, Dennis, uh what are, you what are you? What are you fucking boiling, rotting socks in there?" <laughs> and then um, so sometimes he'd even literally just be like, "Oh, knock on the door," and he'd like just put the guy in the cupboard under the sink, just fold up the, oh. and then hop to the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just making one of those whole roast cauliflowers as I saw on Jamie Oliver and close the door, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, he was now, the odd time um, he was reported to the police for different things because he had the odd kind of like, you know, boo-boo where he'd kind of like sort of half strangle a guy and then he'd obviously have a bit yeah, of a change of, course, yeah, of heart yeah. and then the guy, like even one time he kind of, did the choking, brought the guy to the bathtub, kind of started with the thing, the drowning bit and then he was kind of like, oh, I don't I'm know. not interested in a second date. <laughs> I, I just actually don't know if I want to spend any more time with this guy. I'm not ready for the commitment. I'm just not ready for the next step. And then he'd resuscitate him and be like, oh, you were dreaming. And like You know That didn't go over that well So sometimes
2: Especially I'd say You'd have like red Raw red marks On your neck Literally One
3: of the Like near victims One of the guys Who got away Went to an emergency room um, A day later And the doctor was like I'm sorry to say But it looks like You've been viciously strangled (laughs) And the guy went to the police Was like Think I've been viciously strangled This is where it happened This is the man who did it The police like Were like Dennis I think you've been dreaming I think you've been dreaming Dennis was like I think he was dreaming And the police were like Oh what And um, (laughs) like Because there was no kind of Like computer databases And stuff like that It wasn't even kind of like His name was coming up A few times But there's
0: the the 70s There must have been some It seems like it
3: was A bloody free for all Hello Bag of guts (laughs) <laughs> couldn't be Pop it in the bin So anyway um, He would then like So he'd still have loads of bones And all kinds of crap To be getting rid of it and like, So he'd often do Kind of like Sort of his like biannual bonfires In the back garden Where he would Build like a pyre With like five foot high And he'd build it In the middle of the night So he'd put the bodies and Or what remained of them And it would be Just completely dismembered mm. Fucking torsos and shit on the fire, build up the pyre and then stick a tire over the top, which very much reminds me of Casey Anthony and putting the rotten bag of pizza in the boot. Yeah. Oh, but it was basically so the that smell. the smell would be masked by the tire burning. And then he would sit in his garden for the day, make a day of it, sit out, enjoy the fire, just blasting. To no joke. The fucking exorcist Wash. theme. Sitting on his deck chair. Fucking off his tits I'd say drinking away No shade to heavy drinkers But Dennis wasn't being You know Not a great guy Suspected Well like the neighbours Were definitely like
0: I guess the police Have been round So from a neighbor's perspective You're like Ah the police are in and out Yeah
3: yeah So anyway He did finally The landlord actually Decided that he wanted To renovate The apartment That he lived in The flat The wonderful Garden level flat And so Um he got into a whole dispute with the landlord, but the land, if, because he didn't want to move, clearly because he had his whole perfect setup, had his whole little routine, mm. and so anyway, the landlord ended up paying him off with like a grand, which would be plenty in today's money, and um, so he kind of like with a heavy heart left behind his lovely garden level flat and moved to twenty three Cranley Gardens, which had a very different different setup. No, no longer the room to improve. Dreams. Does he
0: leave anything behind, like body wise?
3: I know he did a fairly good sort of whip round. <laughs> Checked all the floorboards. Gone. Headed off to Cranley Gardens, where he now, very sadly, had no access to a garden. Oh. Oh yeah. Scubbies and he was plans. in the attic flat, so there was no bloody floorboard Ooh. storage. Like right here. Yeah. So, support. like, it would he- be definitely really dodgy to try and store bodies under the floor well, of an attic. Well, they're just dripping through the therefore ceiling. Therefore, in the ceiling above the oh. next flat mm. down. Exactly. Um, and so, for about two months, he was, like, really at odds. He was really kind of felt a bit paralyzed by his new setup, didn't know what to be doing. Um, and then he... God, just compulsive like he just couldn't I think even conceive of like he just didn't have any other life now except for this deranged routine and so he did carry on um, luring men and doing the exact same routine except that he just didn't have any decent way of disposing of his um, of his friends after he was done with them his lovers and so he came up with some very ad hoc solutions in, uh, uh, in what's it called Cranley Gardens uh, one of which was um, he was still dismembering the bodies, and then he was sort of attempting to dispose of all the flesh and the kind of smaller bits and bobs by um, I mean, I'm trying to think of the chef term—not Julianning, but like you know, m- a kind of mincing them mm. with his chef's knife. So he's got really tiny, like two-centimeter pieces, like a human tata. Uh huh. <laughs> and then flushing it down the toilet. Oh, Jesus! Oh. I feel like that's the most
0: obvious thing to do. That's—I would go straight there.
3: Well, look, I don't know. Have you ever? <laughs> have you ever? <laughs> flushed wet wipes down the toilet look those fucking ancient as well plumbing systems in english houses in the 70s are just gonna get chocolate like for example there used to be this thing called a muncher have you ever heard of a muncher no <laughs> so uh basically because the pipes in some old buildings are so narrow that they're nothing like modern plumbing pipes they're only like centimeters across so um they after they started fitting like you know upgrading plumbing systems and stuff like that, instead of changing out all the pipes because they were too lazy, they got a d- device called a muncher that literally munched crap as it entered the pipes <laughs> to make it, to make small it smaller to, get, to get, get down those things. So, like, I just don't think any muncher could contend with the bodies of full-grown men. Fine. And so, nice. anyway, it led to a terrible smell of... At the property because the drains at Cranley Gardens got backed up. And then in 1983, as the smell of death was hanging around Cranley Gardens because of these overflowing backed up drains. Dennis himself wrote a letter of complaint (laughs) to the estate agents complaining that the drains were blocked. But at no point Being like this mightn't be the best idea
2: No point was like best not draw attention I feel like attention. that's a good
3: cover up though
1: <gasps> well, A double just bluff draw. Just to actually
3: call on, call them themselves Yeah. So then right this is like Such a coup for the Dino Rod Company Dino Rod Still going strong in 2020 In 1983 a Dino Rod employee Called Michael Catron Was dispatched to check out What was going on at the drains. Um, at Cranley Gardens He opened a drain cover At the side of the house And discovered That the drain Was packed With a flesh-like substance And numerous Ooh. small bones Of unknown Ooh. origin I mean You can picture The reek oh. And like You know When when something's rotting It's dead But it's coming alive uh, Yeah Bubbling I'd say mm. Oh And then Like Fucking Dennis and some neighbour called Jim Came over to have a chat with the plumber To discuss the sort of uh, source of the substance And when Dennis heard the plumber exclaim How similar the substance was in appearance to human flesh Dennis, scrambling, went Well, it looks like, to me, like somebody's been flushing down their Kentucky fried chicken Oh, Great cover. Great cover. I think that Dennis even went immediately after the plumber left to purchase some Kentucky fried chicken to flush to try <laughs> yeah, and corroborate. But
0: that would just be sitting at the very. Well,
2: why, why, why here's, a, here's a full drumstick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what a waste. What a waste. <laughs> I'll take care of this. I'm Dennis the Muncher, and so anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the plumber went to the police And was like look I'm a plumber You know I've seen a lot of shit I know shit and this ain't shit <laughs> I don't know if that was a direct quote um, say so. But I heard them say that on last podcast on the left And I don't know whether they got it from an actual source But I was like I'll take that's that. a good line <laughs> Every plumber needs that line Anyway <laughs> they also basically Upon human inspection just found a hand Oh. I think Dennis was just like Get literally floning it in by then, and be like, "Oh, I'll just pop your whole hand down here." And so, anyway, they um, the police were interested in the drains clearly, um, as were a lot of health inspectors. And um, the plumber directed the police to you know Jim and Dennis, two of the neighbours who had already met. So the police went up to chat um, to them more. And when the three police officers came to Dennis's flat, they immediately noted the odour of death, death, decomposition, rotting flesh. Dennis said, queried further as to why the police were interested in his drains. Um, And the police said, well, it's because they're full of human remains. Dennis feigned shock and bewilderment, stating, good grief. How awful. In response, I think he'd lost his Scottish accent, by the way. I mm, think he'd be down, yeah, down yeah. in England yes. for a good while. Like. And um, good grief. How awful. And what did the police said? Don't mess about. Where's the rest of the body? To which Dennis responded calmly in the cupboard. Oh. <laughs> Just the fight had left him. Oh. It had all gotten on top of him by then. He was arrested and cautioned on suspicion of murder. He just was being escorted to the police station when one of the police officers asked if the remains belonged in the flat and in the drains belonged to one person or two. Staring out of the window of the police car, he replied, 15 or 16, since 1980, 1978. Wow, so oh he God. just admitted he to everything. He just was like... Hands up, I'm I'm up. done. You know when you start a job, like if you're cleaning out a room in your house and it's you get to that point where it's actually worse before it can get better? Yeah, yeah. He he was in the midst of that for years, only it was decomposing I human
2: flesh. it was flesh. a relief to just... It's just a relief. To just, and also, yeah.
3: now that last of the clean up, somebody else's job. Someone else's problem. Yeah.
2: And what became of Janice?
3: Janice TG went to prison. Um. He said, if he was asked about whether he had any remorse and he said that he did wish he could stop but he couldn't and he said that he had no other thrill or happiness but emphasised that he took no pleasure from the act of killing but he loved palling around with the corpses. He just loved it. (sighs) And they did obviously um, try to plead insanity but... It was all pretty damning. And I'm sorry, I'm just trying to remember whether he was put. Yeah, sorry. He did go to prison, not um, not an, an asylum or a hospital or mm-hmm. anything like that. Went to prison. He was um, swiftly stabbed in the face uh, a- upon arriving <laughs> in prison. <laughs> oh, my God. Recovered. And he actually died only uh, two years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah um
0: so that's after a quick google i'm excitedly awaiting the itv drama starring david tennant
3: shut up oh my god sorry david tennant is exactly who i see for that role plus i'm sorry i screamed and sarah's wearing headphones sometimes you just get really excited when they really fucking nail the casting though and that's so it i can't believe they're making a drama Oh, God, I really need to stop being so excited. I tell you died, Sophie?
0: And it's fucking awful. It is because the families are not happy. No, Jesus. But anyway,
3: it is going to be a great series, I'm sure.
0: Oh, I mean, very. I don't know how
3: they're going to treat this because, do you know the way, like. He's
0: the perfect person for it.
3: Looking at pictures of Dennis. Yeah, they look alike. Oh, yeah, they look really alike. And also, do you remember we watched that episode of um, what was that show we watched when we were in Aqual? Yeah. Where David Tennant was the villain and he did it really well. Cannot remember. But Jessica,
2: Je- yeah. uh, uh, Jessica Mars. Hmm? No, it was like a
0: shorts, uh, different stories every week, uh, yeah, unrelating to each other, all. St- Kind of all around this guy who was the detective on all of the cases, am I right?
3: No, he was the prosecutor or he was the the suspect suspect. in the first episode. It was a criminal or crime or interview. Yeah, every episode is just the interrogation. So I think it was just one word like that. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. You're right. And they did loads of different
2: versions. They did a UK version and a French version and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. but like. He does also play a villain in that
3: Jessica.
2: I can't. What are
3: you? Adrian made that kind of superhero one, Jessica yeah, Jones. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's so good. So, that's going to be amazing. I think that's going to be incredible. But you're and right. I, mo- I really Sad hope that they do a good job. Because, like, have you ever, like, okay, probably not everyone is as, like, steeped in Jeffrey Dahmer as I am. But, like, have you ever seen the movie where Jeremy Remner plays Jeffrey Dahmer? And, like, it's the type of thing where, like, it's a kind of a portrait of a sort of it's a, obviously a portrait of a monster, but also, like, there's some stuff that these guys do that, like, it's, it would be gratuitous to put it in a film. Like, mm. you know what I mean? It's I just, know. like, you have to, like, hint at the kind of, I think it's... Depravity. Yeah, like, because to show it, I don't know, like, if it would be effective. Like, do you know the way with, um, the Bundy film Ooh. that uh, Zach Efron plays him in, like, there's hardly any... Real detail on de- the moon. violence yeah, yeah. in that, and like it's only the final scene where they are, um, where she goes to visit him in prison years later, the, the partner, the girlfriend, mm. and is like asking him very specifically about uh what had happened to one of the victims' heads. Do you mm. remember this? Have you I never seen watched it? it. Recommend <sighs> it's like. I could talk about it for a while because it's not really... It's really hard to stomach because he's really given the kind of, like, superstar treatment. He's, like, almost like a sort of a Jagger figure of kind of, like... You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like you do kind of, it, I do find it like difficult for that reason. Mm-hmm. But like it is a really good performance by Zac Efron I think. And this part was very effective. So basically he's like on the other side of the prison glass and she's like what did you do with her head? What happened to her head? Blah blah blah. And he's on the other side of the glass and there is this soundtrack of like just sawing, mm. playing, but it's subtle enough, but then he starts to write, there's like a fog of condensation on the glass between them mm-hmm. and he just doesn't say anything and he basically writes out that Hacksaw saw. with his finger and it just like comes together with the sound of the sawing and the vision of like Zac Efron being kind of quote unquote hot Bundy. Yeah. And That does kind of, it does make a kind of a, re- it is a really good payoff in a way because it kind of makes you think about the treatment of these monsters and how... Yeah. Like everyone's so well, fixated Bundy on his s- charisma.
2: Yeah, I think it was this, there. Is, like, he Bundy still has a plethora of of fans and or stands who
3: like. Yeah, these women him. marry them when they're incarcerated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That woman had a baby with him when he was going through his prosecution in Florida. Like, the fucking Gainesville Ripper's married. They all get married after the fact. It's bananas. BTK got married in mm. prison. Dennis didn't.
0: Unacceptable. No. I think Dennis,
3: what Dennis was looking for in a partner was untenable.
0: Well, it was He's tenable. It. Mm. He was
2: looking for a reflection of himself to work
0: off. Yeah. That he should have just stayed in the mirror. <laughs> Stay in the mirror. Uh, that was magnificent. Fucking and I can't bananas. wait. I can't. F- it's funny. that It's not a, you know, popular. People don't speak of this guy much. I'd never heard of him before.
3: Yeah, yeah same. is so gruesome i guess and yeah so horrifying well thank you That's there's lots famous. more he wrote a memoir in um prison he did called it. diary of a drowning boy oh which i'm sure is tiresome sarah said it all there she just rolled her eyes and scoffed <laughs> nobody published it tg um great man for the poetry bit of a goth all oh, mm. right thank you for that thank you you're welcome thank beautiful life
0: we love you we see truly you.
3: appreciate you guys so much You'll you're be helping us make the creep dive our full time careers which would be an exciting imagine if that happened I, I think well why wouldn't it well we're working hard we have to break we're America hard. <laughs> we really we if anyone knows
2: America. anyone in America send them this
0: podcast <laughs> <laughs> see you next yeah, week oh thank oh, oh, you oh, <laughs> Sarah's a bye husband. bye <laughs>